No one knows that. You know what? It's really funny. Come closer to the microphone. Mm. No, it doesn't matter. I'm just wondering. This is just for the old school, really. I mean, what? it's more for me. For me, no, you can just talk at the same level as oh. me. I think. But um, no, we haven't spoken about um, you know what's going on right now. Constantine Weir, um, the jester. I am the jester. You're the jester. The band were called the jesters. What was that all about? That's just back in the day, isn't it? Way back in the day, Marco, myself, <laughs> and um, another kind of dude that I won't mention his name. And um, before the whole kind of acid jazz thing had really, truly taken off, but that band never happened. And kind of, I went off and did my thing, and Marco did his thing, and, and there you go. And you're really the jester, I suppose. We'll be referring to you, won't we, Jules? <laughs> what um, has been going on with you for the last few years since? 16, 15. For the last, has it been that long? Um, I don't know. I don't think I've seen you for about 16 years. No, come on. No, oh, don't know. What's been going on? Father, eight-year-old daughter, yeah. been living in Sweden. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a bit special. And Vashti, God bless her. Um, little Miss Everything. And um, yeah, that's it. Got heavily into photography, to be honest, photojournalism, after the whole kind of, kind of Galliana demise and all of that. You know, I wanted to find a way how I could still communicate uh, with no compromise, because as a youth, I'm rumbling now. As a youth, um, stepping into the music industry, coming from country, you know, you're you're you, you're passionate, aren't you? You're raw. You're absolutely raw spirit, no, and also you have no concept of um, what it is that you're part of, because you're actually living it, you're breathing it, and you are, you know, you're you're, you're it, aren't you? So you don't. It's not calculated in any shape or form. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so when that was all kind of removed, I being a radical a bit of a freedom fighter I really needed a way to still kind of communicate and I kind of sat and meditated also I was smoking a lot of weed at that time obviously and um, really wanted to find a way how I could kind of communicate and I thought to myself what is it that what is it that governs people's kind of oh my lord that photograph is so old mm. is that me <laughs> in the red hat yeah oh my pull that down Jaws. that is so ancient So we've just found a picture. Oh, it's no. It's strange, isn't it? We're just actually talking. That's borderline. We're talking about, um, well, we're just talking, and it's in front of us, the picture. Last time I was in this studio doing a podcast, mm. right, we were talking about somebody, mm. about Monday Mitchell, mm. and what was in front of me, below me, in mm. a room of thousands of records, yeah. but a, a copy of Charlie Mariano's album, who mm. is Monday Mitchell's father. There you go. And here I am right now with you, yeah. and right in front Directly of us... Directly in front. There's a picture of you looking at... I didn't even realise it. No, yeah, 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 that's borderline. Line, that would have been the very third ever Galliana gig. That is a deep. That oh. would have been the very third. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, great, amazing. Yeah, that really amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, what were you saying? Yeah. So anyway, I got into photojournalism because I wanted to find a way that you can communicate. So I sat and meditated it kind of herbally and thought, you know, what is it that kind of governs everyone? I thought, well, it's advertising, isn't it? Yeah. Because it is. It's advertising. So I thought, well, what can I do to counteract that? So I thought, well, you know, you've got to then. So what's advertising? images so I then kind of picked up a camera which I wouldn't have done when I was traveling and had access to lots of incredible images because I thought it was a bit kind of pretentious and a bit eh. but I did so I um picked up a camera and then thought right where am I going to start taking pictures so I went off to um Egypt I was living at the bottom of 
Brixton Road, below Jumping Jack Frost, and all of that whole hardcore jungle scene. I was living a bit, a bit like a recluse, thinking, you know, music industry beat you up, and thought, right, not in it, and just hide. And ironically, they're upstairs. All the <laughs> all my mates, because they're all related to my cousins and stuff, and all related to the Bristol boys and all of that, were upstairs. So, uh, <clears throat> so I didn't really get to hide, really. <laughs> and we shared the same garden. It was absolutely bizarre. Do you know what I mean? They were building that sand upstairs. <clears throat> so anyway, I left from um, bottom of Brixton Road and arrived at Cairo in less than 24 hours. And basically, my intention was to get to the pyramids of Giza as the eastern sun rose, so I could photograph the pyramids. Anyway, I was blessed enough to be able to get climb to the top of one of the pyramids with a little Super 8 camera, still camera also, and photograph the eastern sun actually rising from the top of the pyramid. So that's how I started taking photographs. So um, and, um, and that's really my real passion, because you're free to do that, you know? You're not dictated by anybody, and with that, an image, one image speaks volumes. And photojournalism is a real kind of dying trade. So I kind of got into that intensely and then started rolling, obviously, with all the mods and that. Started um, photographing the colour scene and obviously being um, old friends with Paul, you had access to all of that. So you have access to Oasis and all of that. So that kind of fueled me for a while, you know, kind of creatively being able to photograph these kind of so-called, you know, kind of popular icons, I guess. So I kind of got into that. And, in, and amongst that, they offered me, those kind of dudes offered me certain kind of um, work and stuff. But I never really took it. I kind of want to still stay outside of the whole thing. Because, you know, as an artist, which I see myself as, you just want to keep developing. So I was offered a lovely job by Ocean Colour Scene as creative director. Anyway, I turned it down. They couldn't believe it. Absolutely silly money. Absolutely silly money. I just couldn't. I said, no, I'm not doing that. And they're like, well, why not? I said, well, you know what? I'm just going uh, to go and write some songs. This is what you want here. So I'm going to write some songs. They're like, but you don't play guitar. I said, no, but I'm just going to sit in a corner and just teach myself. And it's a great story about Marley. They said to Marley, so, um, Marley, you know, where'd you, get your ins- where'd, you, you know, where'd you get your inspiration to write songs? And he goes, well, it come in like so I could write a bag of tunes. But I just write certain tunes. And the guy's, well, how do you mean? He goes, well, when was the first tune you wrote? He goes, well, the first tune I wrote was the first time I picked up a guitar. So I applied that philosophy into into the wooden lady into the into into the into the instrument and um somehow um tunes came came were born and in a space of no time i then took it to my buddy weller and said hey what boss hold on he was doing a big session a rehearsal session i turned up as i do because i was hanging out and kind of whatever <clears throat> i said hey, what can i borrow your guitar a minute he goes what for i said i want to play your tune he goes don't be silly why don't you play your tune and i did and he's absolutely you know god bless the um God bless John William Weller, absolutely superhero. And, um, yeah, he was impressed. And from that, he then blessed me with um, putting me in the studio and playing all the instruments on my demos and stuff, which is incredible because he's the man, you know. And um, so I did that. And then... You know what you should do? Do you want to call Tristan mm. and get him to get the music down for mm. you? Um, just give him a shout. You got me waffling, George. No, no, no. Let's give him a shout. Tristan. Tris. 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 <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Constantine, where? 
um, in Brownsville. It's funny seeing you here, actually, because this place has been here since... Um, since we were young, man. Since, yeah, the last time we were... Well, it's been less than 15 years that we've been... That we uh, we didn't lose touch for that long. No, I mean, not... Galliano didn't finish 15 years ago. Finished... No, but I left earlier from Galliano. Did you? Yeah, of course I did. But what would you know? You're the jester. But I don't remember that. Well, you wouldn't. Well, the last show for me for Galliano was at uh, at Dingwalls. Yeah, but I wouldn't have been there. Oh, you didn't play in that no, show? Of course not. I wasn't even invited. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how real I am, yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard the last two Galliano albums. No, never heard them. Ever. So you just did... I um... did the first two. Well, the, the second, really, is what I was really on, was where I really put my creative input. The first one was clearly... Rob's genius, and I say that with pure respect, because that was absolutely outstanding poetry, and I take nothing away from my old friend. But the second one, a Joffrey Northern Creator, <clears throat> which I named, um, which I named after the inspiration of the fact that um, a preacher's son. Do you know what I mean? Because it comes from Psalms 100, from a biblical phrase. But no, I haven't heard the second last two. Fuck that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Tristan. Thanks, man. So we've, we're a bit worried that you might not have it anymore. No, I'm not worried. No, I was worried for a moment. That's because you haven't listened to it. Um, of course I have. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I see bollocks that I turn on. Everything's closing down. Do you know what I mean? Like, have I done that? Do you know what I mean? Is that a man scared of man? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is this? What, what are you talking about? Nothing. Just waffling. Um, okay, I'm just going to play random tracks off this. No, but you don't want to play random tracks. Why, why not? Well, I don't know. No, but I think it's important for people to hear this. What, random tracks of my private diary, of my tunes? Well, don't you want to play it? Because you want to release it, so I think in a way we want to share it with people. Or don't you? I mean, if you don't want to, it's fine. But I think it'd be quite nice to sort of, because you're talking about having made this music in the Bob Marley philosophy of picking up the wooden lady. Completely. And uh, that's, a lo- that's my phrase. I love your phrase. My phrase. And uh, basically, I just think we need to hear a piece, right? So you want to play a random track? Well, we should have a track. Do you remember? Is four- I don't know what order they're in. I've four- never known. There's 14 pieces Is there? on disc one. Is there? There's three on the other one. There's three on disc two. Is it? I'd say go on. The free one is um on. is uh the the CD game with only three tracks on it. Maybe. And what's on I there? I the first one was your favourite one. Is it? On the three? On the three one. Yeah. yeah okay. Play, play that then. Okay. Whatever he says, go with that. I think it was Shaq on, on yeah. CD two. Is it? That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know. But uh, this is absolutely as rare as it gets. And so, okay, let's let's let's, let's, let's just put it on. Let's just but play more it. importantly, what one has to uh, really digest is, is this is music from absolutely the inner self. You know, not to sound pretentious, but it's just a wailing soul. You know, it's just like nothing. You know, nothing brilliant about it. It's no vocal technique, but it's definitely last poet inspired in the sense of like Gail Scott it's like poetry it's like what was Galliano t- was about yeah. I was touched by this and when you played it on the other CD oh he knows <laughs> <laughs> well he would know
sky That of a shooting star Destined to travel far Right is right Wrong is wrong Subliminal messages In a well-scribed song a proper production on that because I remember when I well there's other stuff that he does which is a lot more um, minimal right yeah for sure that was done I went back I did um, kind of some tunes when I was living in Sweden and stuff with when I was a house father for the first four years of my daughter's life we lived in this forest on the suburbs of Stockholm and stuff and and just through the liberty I ended up meeting some 08 boys <clears throat> which is the term for um, Stockholm kind of, certain kind of Stockholm boys. 
incredible musicians and um, did some tunes out there. And this tune is since I've returned from Sweden and I went back to my roots. I went back to all my old school friends back in the West Country and just pulled out some people from church and stuff. And um, that's it, yeah. Nice. I quite like that. And did Weller have a lot to do with some of the music as well? On this, nothing. No, but on some of the later stuff. No, 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 no. As I said, that waffling I was saying earlier, that was just at the very beginning. I just had a load of tunes that were in my head and he said, come, let's put them down. And um, we ended up doing about eight tunes together. And I'm very proud to say that he he played all the instruments. Mm. And all I said to him was just don't sing all my music. This was done quite a while ago, though, wasn't it? Was it? ages ago. So yeah. why did you just leave it in the back cupboard for so long? Why did it take you so long to come to play it to me and other people? Well, I haven't played it to anyone. You're the only person I've played it to. So because, why did it take so long? Because the kind of person I am is I wanted to go full cycle, a nice little Bristol term, West Country term. I wanted to do that. And I what suppose... What full cycle? Well, that's... Them, the boy, Bristol boys, that I kind of grew up with all those boys. No, but why did you want to go full cycle? Because I'm just like that. It's like, you know, it's, like, it's just part of the way I, my perception now of your life. Do you know what I mean? You can keep going forward and kind of losing sight of things, or you can just go right back to the root. If you've got balls, you go right back to the root and face the man in his face, mm. or whatever it is, the man or the dragon, or however you, you know. And uh, and for me, and not to start, you know, bright, kind of brand nosing in Brian's word, but um, I have respect for you. I've always had respect for you. And I remember being here as, when we were young and stuff before you really blew up. And I said that, you know, this is how it's going to go in many years to come. You're abs you'll absolutely be there because your passion for music is a particular kind of way. And being so eccentric myself, it's you get it. Do you know what I mean? I know you get it. Whether, you know, anything can ever happen with it, you get it because you feel music. So why would I try and do it, to play it to someone who at the end of it, their intention would be they'd want you to play it on their radio show. So that's why I come and... But if you know. made this music such a long time ago, mm. um, have you been making music in between? Have you sort of changed your style? I mean, is this... Would you say that this is slightly outdated now? It doesn't sound outdated to me, but for you, this is like five years old, some of this stuff. Even yeah, th that particular tune is quite recent, but um, the other tracks you hear will be, will be very old. The ones with Weller... If we play one with Weller, that'll be like, you know... 10 years old or right, something. Right. But they're fresh. Have man. you still got the passion for it? Do I have the passion for yeah. it? What, for music? Yeah, for what you're doing and like... Sort I of... think the passion that I have is that music... You're not uh, too old for that sort of thing. What, for music? Yeah. No, no, I think songs are songs. I think songs are blessings. When you're bestowed with a, true, with a proper song, it's not yours. It, you're just a vessel to release it. Could you handle going back on the circuit and sort of, you know, interviews and, and, and you know, tour buses and... Well, I've never been able to deal with that anyway. And this, this, this whole happening that we're having now, somehow we've just slipped into this kind of recording. And I'm surprised with myself that I'm even waffling because I've tried to train myself to be quite invisible, really. Right. And just be outside of it all and, yeah. you know, just look in. So, no, but I do think I've got some, I've got some songs that I want to share because, you know, I don't know where they came from at the end of the day. And, you know, I don't think I'm deluded either. So I think, you know, a good song is a good song. And also, from an artistic point of view, there's no rush for good art, man. You know, it's just art is art, and that's it. And I'm not, I've never been trying to follow any trend. 
So a song is a song, you know. Okay, you're talking about Weller a little bit, and uh, we were talking about him outside. Um, it's a nice day here, by the way. It's been a sort of good eight days running in London, which is uh, rare, and it's nice. And uh, we were talking about Weller because he did a session for me, um, which I played out on the radio, and you helped me get back in touch with him um, recently, and I got, I'm going to do an interview with him. And I was sort of talking to you about it and saying that, you know, weirdly enough, I was never one of these kind of... I mean, I've always respected Weller, of course. Um, you know, I grew up on the jam and... and and, you know, that was there all around me all the time. Style Council, into Wildwood, into the stuff he did for Acid Jazz, into him running Solid Bond Studios and letting all the boys in there to make records like The Young Disciples. But for me, he kind of lost it a little bit when he went Dad Rock. So when I heard the new album, which is called 22, um, Dreams. 22 Dreams, I was totally knocked over by it. I thought it was an amazing record. And, uh, and you know, it just reminds me what a Don he is. I mean, how many British sort of icons of music... Um, you know, let's talk about people like sort of Paul McCartney or or Eric Clapton or or you know whoever those guys. How many of those are going to make a record with a sort of tribute to Alice Coltrane? In fact, right. not just one, two tributes to Alice Coltrane. So where does the Weller thing go for you? Where does he fit into your to your sort of world? And how did he influence you? Well, he's just a mate of mine, to be honest. And has always been a mate of mine. And um, though, though I haven't spoken to him since my birthday, which was in April. But um, yeah, yeah, no, he's just a friend, isn't he? You know, and um, and he's the man. I was never a Weller fan in any shape or form, though I had a massive um, love for um, Tank or Malice coming from the West Country. <laughs> and uh, but no, he, you know, I can just say he's just a friend. But you know, but and he's the man. And you know, we have to salute um, Paul and give him the respect for what he's due because, you know. I've always teased him and said that he's. if he was a boxer, he'd be the undisputed champion, basically, because of his consistency. So as an artist, there's a lot to learn there. You know what he had as well? I'm looking for it right now. I did a compilation album called... Uh... Oh, here it is. Is there a CD in it? Yes. There's, uh, he, uh, he, he played me a record um, years ago in the studio... Oh no, it's on volume one, it's not on volume two. That's a shame. He played me a record by um John Lucian. He had a seven inch by John Lucian. Which one? Which I've put on volume one of the Diggs America album, but it's I've only got volume two here. Sit right. down. I was I got all excited for a brief it's moment. Right. But um yeah, a proper music head, because he's the only person who I ever knew to have the very first ever John Lucian single before he'd even signed an album deal and he had it he had it and he, he would have it he prized it yeah man <laughs> he is music <laughs> and uh, and yeah so yeah no so basically well uh, I mean you were also really into um, were you more of a specials person I am the... completely right completely talking about specials and that Jerry yeah Jerry and all of that he's just done that um, Nelson Mandela tribute with Amy Winehouse I hooked that up for them two to perform and sing that birthday tribute because Amy's my old little people from back in the day when um, I returned from Sweden and stuff and um, she being a massive specials fan and she would have known that I knew Reg that I refer, refer to him as and so I kind of hooked that <laughs> up yeah I'm I didn't realise that. I'm a bit of a fixer, man, really. Yeah, no, you are. I'd, You'd I'd, be surprised what I've fixed. No, I hear that. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. I mean, funnily enough, I was looking at a best of the um, specials record. I was just listening to it in the car, trying to introduce it to my kids mm. and uh, playing all these tunes. I didn't realise how many songs that Jerry Dammers wrote. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he is a special. He wrote 
yeah, most of it. Yeah, yeah he? he is, he is, he is. Let's play this way. Saying that regarding Jerry, just it's bizarre because it, it feels like we're name dropping, but um, I suppose we're not because these people are actually relevant. They're in my life, and you know, you know. We Galliano did this gig at um, Glastonbury. This is great. <laughs> Galliano did this gig at Glastonbury, and this is at the height of Galliano. We just jumped out of this helicopter and stuff, and bowled on the stage. And me being absolutely in the zone at the time, I just want the audience to kind of be quiet. So I'm there, shh, 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 and they wouldn't. I said, no, no. I'm like, well, nothing's going to happen to you. Shh. Eventually, the quiet silences. And um, I just had to forget rock and roll. It's all about roots and control. On the basis of that, Jerry, Reg, gave me his hat that he's crying that he would have been wearing at the time in the specials, and I still have it to this day. Absolutely big, big beaver hat, something like what Greg Rysaks would have worn in the 70s. Stunning. You can't fake that. <laughs> forget rock and roll. It's roots and control. Huh? Come on, biggest rock festival. <laughs> and here's a bit of roots for you anyway. This is how we do it. One is the wooden lady, my favourite singer, and me and my bad vocals, but nice poetry. If I had the key to the world, I'd give it back to the struggling boys and girls. If I could control the clouds, trust me. I'd get it to shower down love right now If I could give away food I'd give to those That need what corporate man won't use If I could provide shelter I'd give to those That sleep outside among the bad weather Oh, oh, what a struggle Oh, tell you what a bellyache Too much, too much contradiction Too much, said to mention We were all to find peace If we could erase corruption, maybe then we'd heal this universal infection. If we dare to stretch forth our hand, then maybe together said we all could stand.
Um, I can't believe you just started playing guitar at that point, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, man, it's just a, it's a spirit thing, isn't it? It's a spirit thing, you know. It's funny music because there are only so many chords and there's only so many shapes and forms you can do with music, but it's to do with the spirit that picks up the instrument. So there you go. That's what jazz is really interesting. We listen to Bill Evans right now. Should we play a bit more of it? Yeah, Bill Evans is doing that. That's, there you go. Master, there you go. How genteel is that? You know, spirit again, isn't it? That's why. Forget rock and roll. It's all roots and control because you get this aggressive, nutty end of things. And <clears throat> you can get a gentle, soothing healing. What did you think of... Um, did you watch Glastonbury this year? I watched the... Um, no, not really. But I saw the Amy business. What did you think of that? Well, you know, I don't really want to talk about all that. That's just whatever that is, isn't it? It's not cool, that's for sure. And uh, Jay-Z, did you see that? I didn't. I would have liked to have seen it. I thought um, the whole um, banter between Noel and stuff about him, him not being fit to headline, it doesn't serve, man. It's, it's music. It's like, get over it. But is it true that Jay-Z has sold like 50 billion albums or something? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know. I lost, I lost Solange later. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you jester. Oh, I love it. Okay, let's um, let's just get rid of that. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure, man. Um, we, let's play this Weller track because... Um, it's always good to hear it. Funnily enough, I do get given loads of music all the I time do, by people. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I do so many radio shows, the best way for me to listen to music again is when I actually play it on the radio, yeah. if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, so this is a good way of doing it. And you know that I've only listened to your radio show twice. What, ever since you've known me? Um, since it's, since I haven't seen you in all them over 10 years at least. And twice. Has, has it improved? or it's, it's, well, you know, it's whatever it is that I would have said when we were young kids. It's exactly how I would have seen it. So it's developed in the right way. I it's exactly as it would have been. I haven't yeah, sold yeah. out to you. No, no, you haven't sold out in any shape or form. Really? Yeah, does that give you a bit of credibility? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
the healer and play her so I might feel her Root wide Out of road Showing rough runs To the mighty, mighty gone Denying
could um, live in any era again um, in the last hundred years of uh, music making sort of period, when do you think uh, you'd choose to be making music and to be part of the um, the energy at the time? Now? Well, I'm living now anyway. <clears throat> I'm here now representing now, standing straight, barefoot soldier, with no compromise and no apologies. But uh, my spirit is that of a blues man, really. At the crossroads. There you go, yeah. So, what's next for you? We're going to have... Um... Oh, yeah, how can people get hold of you? Because, you know, it's taken me years. But you've got a MySpace, right? Yeah, I do. I kind of set that up a year ago. Um... There's more music on there. Yeah, there's different tunes on there. Um, yeah, I do. Um, what is it? It comes under the name of Ites, which is an abbreviation for Higher Ites, Higher Heights. So it's just Ites, I-T-E-S. So it's uh, myspace.com forward slash Constantine Weir. Straight up. Yeah. And uh, you got a Facebook? You I, on do, that? I do have a Facebook. Yeah, so you on it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's you quite, it? it's quite kind of silly. I was going to cancel it the other day, but I do. Yeah. What do you prefer? I, I like MySpace straight up, man, because it's kind of you know it's music. Facebook, what's that about? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but MySpace is about music. You put your music out, don't you? You know, and you get a little feedback from people. You know, you don't know. That's why I did it, especially being kind of living so invisible for for way over a decade. So yeah, I just did it as, you know, as a way just to kind of get a little kind of response to see if what I was kind of creating in its simplest form kind of translated to people I didn't know, really. Mm. Yeah. In another life, mm. you would have been, I mean, you could have been, I mean, you probably have been, as you said to me earlier on, you you know, you've hooked up a lot of things. You've been a kind of quiet um, fixer over the last 20 years. That's for sure. I know that um, for a fact myself. Thank you, thank you. But, um, but the other thing that you were... Um, incredibly responsible for I feel um, was uh, a kind of element of style and uh, and um, <laughs> no no you gave it you gave you know you gave there's there's a lot of followers and there's very very few people particularly in fashion and in look thank you Charles who've, um, who've, who've got that thing and you could have made a fortune as a stylist right yeah and, well, I uh, did styling years ago did it I did styling when, funny enough, even from, you know, because the first band that I touched was S-Express. That's right. And funny enough, that's just been voted, like, number nine best dance track of all times. And that whole 70s feel would have been based on the fact that I was running 70s um, style orientated clubs. Because basically, when I came from the West Country, I was obviously into old tunes before the term Rare Groove kind of was about and being into style, I thought, right, here we go, let's get the afros, let's get the platforms, and let's put them on, do you know what I mean? And, and so that's what was, that's what S-Express was about, really. Yeah. yeah. And uh, actually, just the more we talk today, the more I'm sort of... Um, it's coming back to you now, isn't it? Well, yeah, a lot of it's coming back to me. I saw Barry Sharp the other day um, at an event. And yeah. Funny, really, I texted him last night. Good to see him, good yeah, to see him. And, you know, obviously, um, he's obviously got sharp eye now, but before that, he was a fundamental member of um, the Duffer that's team. Right, yeah. And... Uh, Look what happened to Duffer, you know, yeah. and that was all Eddie, coming. Eddie of Duffer called me while he was at Glastonbury, actually. Right, yeah. I saw him actually at Lovebox last year. So it's good to he's see great. all those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. These, these people are incredible, man. But there was a real that period, sort of um, whenever it was eighty four to eighty nine, ninety, I suppose. Um, 
a lot a lot of real you know energy going on and 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 you know there was the fashion side there was where the rare groove there was where club culture was at there was the sure. musical side of things the galliano's the young disciples but on the other side of the coin you had your jamira choirs and you mm. had your brand new heavies and then you had the whole thing where the mod thing got involved so you had your weller and then he goes into your ocean color scenes mm. that you were That's talking later, about yeah, yeah. later on yeah. and then the noel gallagher thing and where marco can kind of from the young disciples can connect with primal scream That's right. weller and master race yeah Interesting. And Lee Perry. Yeah. Crazy. We need to do, um, should we do a, um, no, that's not. Do what? No, no, I could never do that. Do what? No, no, no. No, don't do that. I could imagine what you're going to say. Back to 83. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's play another tune. Yeah, um, we're going to play a couple more. Which one's this one? Um, well, either way, they're all really old demos. And like that last track we played was actually recorded with Paul 10 years ago. That's a fact. And that's why you can hear that tap, 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 tap sound, you know. I thought that was my CD player. Yeah. And um, this next track is, um, uh, yeah, I, I just like it because it's just a bit, it's just a bit, I like simple, I like simplicity.
good having you here. Yeah, thanks, man. You jester. <laughs> I think it's a good thing. And uh, I really think that... Uh, oh, God, it's really a frustrating in a way that, uh, that the industry is at a point where to get music like that out is difficult. But having said that, I think when people have heard this... Um, I mean, this has got to be made available because it's 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 potent for me, and uh, it's very. Thank you, Giles. Um, yes, to the point. It's you. You have always been somebody who has um, never um, followed, and uh, there's not many people um, like that. Very, very few people like that. I mean, I certainly don't consider myself that, that, that way. I'm a follower, um, and I think that you you, you when you meet real, um, um, you know. Um, f- stubborn originals. <laughs> I'm my father's son, huh? <laughs> but there's not a lot, man. Yeah, I'm my you know, father's a- son. Yeah. So, um, anyway, what what's what makes you the happiest these days? My daughter, naturally. Vashti, little miss everything, and um, studying um, the essence of Sufism. And a nice shirt, still. So we're going to leave you with a final song. Yeah, it's something I wrote for my daughter. She was turning three, as I said earlier. I was a stay-at-home father for the first four years in the forest in Sweden and uh, <clears throat> rounded up some 08 boys to create a tune. So I wanted to give my daughter something that money couldn't buy for her third birthday. And also being an artist, suffering from incredible insecurity regarding my singing vocals and music and the whole nature of the, the beast of music. It can suck at your spirit. But I had to kind of dig deep. I said, can, I need to give her something that is timeless, money can't buy. And I said, right, write her a tune. So it's just a tune dedicated to my daughter Vashti, which is named after my grandmother. And um, yeah, it goes on a bit, but it's just a message from myself to my daughter Vashti. God bless her. Joy so high, I'm silenced by Vashti's wailing cry. From the seat of my soul, my firstborn, I now know. Welcomed into this world by the hands of an Ethiopian womb to man. In an ancient tongue, she sung a mystical song. Be cool, be calm, 
be compassionate. Seek to walk the highest of roads. There has never been a coincidence. All there has been and will be is called incidents. I'm so proud, so proud of my baby girl. She has brought to me treasures from another world. Eyes so big and brownish green, reflecting a magic. I might as never seen beautiful one, baby. My blessed daughter, all that she. So proud, so proud of my little one, yeah. Oozing love that our cosmic sun, teaching me things I have never seen, leading me through doors I might had yet to envy. For she is unconditional and free. Beautiful one, baby. My blessed daughter, all that she. Proud, so proud of my heavenly gifts. Nothing more than my deepest wish. Wish to serve her in honesty. Surround her with humanity. Oh, that you.